All moms worry, right? But when worry turns into anxiety or a panic disorder, it can be debilitating. What causes anxiety and how can moms overcome it so they can be the very best parent for their children? We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids, my friends. I'm so glad you're here. And today I have Courtney Devich on the show and she's a mama relying on Jesus and reheated coffee every day. Using humor, honesty, and relatability, she writes with a heart for the mom struggling with anxiety or depression. Her writing has appeared in Her View from Home, Today's Parents, and For Every Mom, among others. Courtney is a former human resource professional using her leadership skills to manage kids as a stay-at-home mom. You can find her in the Starbucks line at her local Target, watching TV with her husband, or chasing after a kid or three at her home in Michigan. Welcome to the show, Courtney. Thank you for having me. Tell us about you and your family and why you wrote Mama's Got Anxiety. And by the way, I love your humor in the book. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, so I, as I said there in the bio, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I have a five-month-old, actually. Um, So I'm very like newly postpartum here as I'm launching this book and as we're recording it here. But we live here in Michigan. I'm originally actually from Montana. And I've lived with anxiety my entire life. I wasn't formally diagnosed until I was 19, but I can look back and say, yes, it was very much there. I'm just always worried about the future and obsessing over things that a child should not be worried about at such a young age. And then motherhood happened. I had then a high-risk pregnancy with my second, and then she spent a week in the pediatrics unit because she hadn't developed the sex while breathe and had um, some choking incidents. And so a lot of anxiety right there at the beginning. And then COVID happened. <laughs> and so if you think I was anxious before, well, got a mom that's down on knee- her knees in fear um, of this virus. And the whole world you know, was in chaos at the time, which did not help. So the book really, I become a stay-at-home mom at the beginning of the pandemic because of my anxiety, ironically, of course. And I wasn't able to enjoy this time at home with my littles. My anxiety was robbing me of my joy in motherhood and this time with my babies um, because I was hunkered down in fear in my house. Anything that came in contact with the outside world was just doused in Purell and Clorox wipes. So the book was really birthed through quarantine. I was going through this journey as I wrote the book, started it in November of 2020, and just really went through the process of finding my way back to joy as I wrote the book. And so it's, it's like you said, there's a lot of humor in there. There's a lot of relatability, which I think is what the readers appreciate the most is that I'm just very honest and I share some embarrassing, vulnerable stuff. And it's, you know, there's some pandemic stories, but it's obviously just all focused in on motherhood in general and the worries that we have in raising our children, the fears of this world, living with panic attacks, depression as well, not being able to sleep at night. And so the readers, hopefully when they finish it, will not let their anxiety cripple them in fear anymore and be able to, to take their joy back in motherhood. Yes, I, I suffer from anxiety. I have panic attacks on planes. And it's not mm. that I'm afraid I'm going to crash because I'm not worried about crashing. It's just when they go through turbulence, I feel as if I can't get off the ride. 
Yeah. So it feels like someone's holding me down and not allowing me to get off this ride. And that causes me anxiety and panic attacks. So I understand how Mm -hmm. you're feeling. It's you feel like you're going to die. It's it's very severe. Yeah. Well, you say you're not going to call anxiety sin or call it unbelief. Explain why. Mm-hmm. So I've read anxiety books before that have just made me feel worse about myself when I picked them up and finished them. So I did not want to approach it from perspective that the reader doesn't believe enough, needs to have more faith or that they are sinning because of their anxiety. I believe anxiety is obviously a physical response that all of our bodies are capable of, whether we have anxiety disorder or not. It is a God-given gift in a sense because it's supposed to help us take over when there's a threat in front of us. And so I wanted the reader to feel seen and in her anxiety and not feel ashamed of it. I talk a lot about not feeling shame for it because I believe anxiety can help you build your trust in God. I believe that God can use it to bring us closer to him. And so I didn't want to approach it as like, well, you're just a sinner. You just don't believe enough because that's not helpful when somebody says those things to you. And I don't want to assume that that is the case for any sort of reader. For one, I'm not God. I can't claim that it is sin or not. If it is a physical reaction to fear that we, you know, even Jesus possessed in the garden the night he was betrayed. So I wanted to just approach it with love, no condemnation, and just making the mom not feel ashamed of herself or her anxiety and feel really seen in that. Yes, because a lot of people will say, well, if you had enough faith, you won't Mm -hmm. be fearful. And that's not true. You can have all the faith in the world, but when fear comes upon you and it's a physical reaction to this fear, Mm -hmm. it's hard to control it. And you state anxiety demands that you be in control. Can you give an example of what you can do to overcome this? Yes. So I... I know I've talked to a lot of moms that, yeah, it's that need for control because we believe that if we are in control, then we won't be anxious. And a lot of times there's just things that are out of our control completely. Like for example, my son had a field trip at school. They don't have a bus system. So there was going to be chaperones and other moms that were going to drive him. And I I really like, I mean, my husband is a good, he argues that I'm a bad driver. He's a good driver. So I trust him behind the wheel of a car with my kids in it. But it really was a struggle of, okay, do I trust another mom driving my kid to to this, this field trip? And so I had to really like, you know, rationalize the fear for myself. Like, is this really rational? These parents are driving four kids. Like, you know, if it was me, I'm going to be driving very careful if I had somebody, others, somebody else's child in my car. They obviously, you know, had to have their insurance on file with the school. They had to take the same route. And so I had to rationalize the fear and just accept that this is one of those things I'm not going to always be in control of because I could say that, okay, my anxiety is going to win and my child's never going to attend any field trips. But then that's not fair to him because this is a me issue, really. (laughs) It's my anxiety. So that's just like one example of just needing to rationalize it, accept what it is that is within your control. And letting it go. And sometimes you need to like talk to other people about like, you know, am I being rational or am I being irrational? Because your anxiety will usually try to rationalize it for you. So I I feel like it helps a lot when you talk to somebody and discuss it too. Yeah. And I think also talk to the other parent that's driving your child and say, Mm -hmm. look, I have a condition where I have an anxiety disorder. And so Mm -hmm. I just need to ask you some questions if you don't mind. And I would think most mothers can understand, hey, it's your mama's heart. You're worried about your children. Yes. 
So I would talk to the other parents also and address the situation. You have a section in your book called Baby Steps. Can you share a few of your favorites? So yeah, the Baby Steps was just as you're kind of coming out of quarantine and everything, it was just taking those baby steps to come out. And really, I think some of my favorites would be just talking back to your anxiety is one that is, I found very, very helpful. Like I said, anxiety will try and like tell you that this is rational. It is a real fear and that you need to either like be in control or you need to be afraid of that. So being able to talk back to it and speak truth to it. So using God's word to say like, nope, this is what scripture says. Like that is not true. That's not irrational. This is not, you're not going to control me in this situation, anxiety and being able to say that back to anxiety's face. Another one that I really like is I developed a worry acronym. So a lot of like just worry wheel thoughts, just obsessing over the same thought over and over again. And so the acronym is worry. So um, using the word of God, observing the thought, is it rational? Does it deserve control over you? Retreating from the thought. So like taking your thoughts completely elsewhere, requesting, I needed another R, but really you're going to pray about it. And then the why is just remembering that you're, you're never alone. So whether there's, you know, God is always with you, obviously, but there are other moms that have gone through this and experienced it. And I think when we start talking about it with other moms, it becomes really helpful as well. Yeah, you have a lot of great suggestions in the book. And I love the baby steps. And I like talking to yourself, you know, rationalizing that Mm -hmm. it's it's a fear, but it's not real. Sometimes, you know, your body's just responding to this chemical reaction in your in your body that you know, when I have an MRI, if I have an MRI, I go through this whole thing, I prepare myself ahead of time, you know, like a week before the MRI, I'll think about it. And I'll say no, it's okay. It's just you know, a precaution, yeah. you, you can get out of that little tunnel, you don't have to worry, you yeah. press a button, they yeah. tell you, they take you right out. I have to go through that. So I can understand yeah. this anxiety and panic disorder very well. Yeah. well the, the ending chapter is titled, She Took Her Joy Back. Did you take your joy back? And how long did it take? Yes, I did. I would say it took the whole writing process of the book. So about a year and a half, two years. Because yeah, when I was first started writing it, like I said, I was still in quarantine. But the the fun full circle story that I like telling right now is that in that last chapter, I talk about things I would avoid because of my anxiety. I just did not want to have more anxiety, whether it was promotions at work or just other things that God had, had been calling me to do. And one of the things that I was really anxious about was having a third baby because of the preterm births and the blood pressure complications that I had in the past. And just being anxious about another little life was like terrifying. Like, oh, okay, there's another baby, another person I have to take care of. But my husband and I had always talked about having three children. Um, and the doctors had said it was totally fine for me to get pregnant again. So when I took my joy back at the end of writing this book, two weeks after I submitted my manuscript to my editor, we found out we were pregnant with baby number three. Congratulations. You have Thank you. Healthy children, Thank you. And you've written a wonderful book that will help many parents and many mothers and, and fathers too that have anxiety. Do you have any, before we close, do you have any resources that you'd like to share with mothers on anxiety or how can they contact you? Yeah, my, my website is CourtneyDevich.com. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I check my DMs on Instagram. I've got a contact form on my website if anybody's wanting to reach out. Another book that I've been really loving, it's, it's dealing with postpartum depression and anxiety. So it's a really great resource that I would recommend to any mom who's in that, that postpartum period. 
A Mom is Born by Rachel Elmore. She's a, a licensed counselor and gone through postpartum depression. So it's I read that after this, this third baby, and I really loved that one too. Well, thank you, Courtney, for being on the show. I know thank we, you. a lot of us have anxiety and because of the world we live in. But so I'm so happy you wrote this book. Mama's got anxiety, but it's not going to steal her joy. And I hope Mm -hmm. our listeners will go out and get your book. Thank you again. Thank you. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Are you looking for that perfect birthday or holiday gift for your little one? Scripture Bear, an adorable soft bear, will ignite your child's faith journey one cuddle at a time. Simply press its ears or paws to hear eight Bible verses delivered in a sweet child's voice. Also, our award-winning Christian children's book and animation series, Sea Kids, focuses on character struggles such as bullying, shyness, bragging, being different, and so much more. You can view Sea Kids on PureFlix, Right Now Media, Answers TV, and Minnow. And we even offer DVDs for those long car rides. For more information, visit RaisingChristianKids.com and be sure to check out all our free resources and Leanne's parenting book, Raising Kids to Follow Christ, Instilling a Lifelong Trust in God. Thank you for listening to this episode that can now be heard on the Edify app. 